Hi, today is April 4th, 2021. You're listening to the Theta Gang podcast, the official podcast at ThetaGang.com. I'm your host, Junie, and thanks for tuning in. These are only my opinions and anything said in this podcast and future podcasts should not be considered financial advice. I have stock positions in Boeing, NVIDIA, and ARC-F. Thanks. Okay, uh, to kick things off, uh, I saw this really interesting tweet from Investing.com on Twitter uh, that lists all the different markets and how much they're up. <laughs> I don't know why that was so hard for me to say. Uh, so for up until now, um, Dow is up 8.3% for the year. S&P 500 is up 7% for the year. And NASDAQ is up 46 for the year. Um, you know, I go ahead and show, you know, my portfolio uh, or more, I guess, more accurately, my terminal uh, on my Twitch at twitch.tv slash real Um, and if everything stays stable up until Tuesday, right now on this Sunday, April 4th, I'm up, up about 12k and that's rounding down. Um, and 12k out of 170k is what is this 7%? So I'm on par with SP 500. And I'm also um, beating NASDAQ, which is shocking to me just because I'm, I've been just so heavy into semis. I've been so heavy into tech. Um, but that's all really thanks to Boeing, um, just because I've, I was in Boeing pretty early, um, a little bit before Jim Cramer started really um, you know, promoting it as like the recovery play. Um, so you know him talking about it, but also... Just Boeing in general, um, I have a fundamental belief that like if everything keeps going as normal, Boeing should return to normal. Um, demand should start picking up. Uh, you see everyone on their in, on Instagram stories and stuff like everyone's like flying to Hawaii or flying to like New York or you know it depends on where you are. But from California, I see a lot of my friends traveling out of state, out of the country, and uh, it's only going to get. M- like more and more popular to travel again. So um, this is a cheers and a um, a hope that we return to a new and better normal. Um, for those that are, you know, still feeling the ramifications of COVID, whether it's, you know, a family member getting sick or passing away or a friend, um, deeply sorry, but hopefully uh, we're turning the corner with the vaccines coming out and just everyone, I think, just getting outside a little bit more as restrictions are being alleviated little by little, day by day, um, that just the future sentiment will be more positive. So beating NASDAQ, that's cool. Um, Beating S&P by like like sub percentages is cool. Though um, my trading portfolio, my 170K trading portfolio, is not a long-term investing one. So, for example, I'll be taxed around like 30% on whatever gains I make uh, for this year. Um, so, you know, if we want to deduct the 30% or like, what is this, 30% of that. So let's make that 8K. With tax deducted, um, I'm exactly on par with NASDAQ, beating it by 0.1. So if I deduct 4K from my... Uh, 12k profit that's 8k out of 170k times 100 and that puts me at 4.7 so even with that calculation 
Um, I'm thankful that my strategy still works and I'm always revising my strategy. I'm always learning more things. Um, but you know, maybe you can take some time out of your day to, you know, compare your profit loss, uh, compared to the indices and see how you match up. I would consider you to revise your strategy. If, you know, if the market's at all time high, but your account isn't at all time high, there's like some discrepancy that you probably need to fix. Not trying to say like, oh, you know, never bet against America or don't ever buy puts or, you know, you should stop doing this, you stop doing that. I'm not trying to change your strategy right now. I'm just giving you a thinking point today as you're listening to this to maybe just like, you know, find where you're losing, you know, spend that extra time to figure out where you can be better and uh, fix that. Maybe you're over eager on a few stocks and you can you find yourself buying at all-time highs all the time and then getting spooked too early right like if you've had a few of those trades maybe look back in time and see like okay if i had held that position that was scary would i be fine now or did i do a good job of getting out or you know maybe it's you actually just you know selling down and then like doing less trades maybe you find out on days that you uh, trade more that you're overzealous sometimes and you open trades that you know are due to like either FOMO or just um, like an ego check right like maybe you just feel like you're running hot where like that doesn't really work in the investing world neither does it really work in gambling but like I can see a lot of people getting carried away with that sort of mentality right like your position sizing could get out of out of whack if you don't check yourself every often um like a lot some of the things that work for me the best is just slowing down and just asking myself like okay if i get assigned like a hundred shares of this will i really be okay where does that put my portfolio at like would that be like a 80 percent portfolio dedicated to this stock would i be okay with that what if i got assigned and it kept going down would that be okay with that what if i what if it gapped down so hard post assignment that I couldn't sell cover calls would I be okay with that and it's just asking yourself all these types of questions that are like really hard for you to take time to ask because you know you're on fintwit as you're like searching the market um you're on reddit you're you're you have all these news sources all this data coming into your brain saying like okay find the next profit thing find the next profit thing because or maybe it's just to fix whatever might be happening where your account is not at all-time high when the market's at all-time high is just losing less not winning more but losing less and i think that's one of the main takeaways that i've learned um this last year okay um nothing worth mentioning as far as earnings go for this week um all the all the names i see on the earnings whispers chart are just too small for me to say anything about um but something worth noting is on April 14th, uh, Coinbase uh, is said to debut their IPO. Um, but I see in the description here, at least in one of the articles, that the date is still fluid. So it might not come out on April 14th, but there is a chance it could come out on April 14th. So that's pretty cool. Um, uh, yeah, and that's that's basically it so coinbase possibly ipoing will possibly lead to a jump in price for crypto just more people having eyes on it is always a good thing um 
yeah, that's it. Okay, uh, V2 is still on the way, though it is very, very close to finishing. Um, I'm literally taking a break to record this podcast, and as soon as this is uploaded, uh, I'll be working on V2, uh, specifically the post feature. I'll be able to, uh, we (laughs) will be able to uh, post uh, comments, replies to um, other people's posts or trades. Uh, I was originally not going to have it for the initial V2 release, but I feel like too many people benefit from the feature to leave it out when it first goes out. Um, And yeah, just gonna be working on that. I have a ticket here on my Trello board for partial closing. Uh, I'm going to give that a go and see if I can make something work. Um, There's a push and pull that happens uh, whenever there's something like partial closing or rolling uh, comes into play. Because think about the example of if you have 10 calls that you bought for NVIDIA and you say, for example, closed five and let the other five ride, um, implementing that type of user interface is not that hard. Partially closing like singular contract trades like long naked calls, that's pretty easy. However, you start getting into like the put credit spread territory or like a short iron condor territory. And then suddenly now it's more like, okay, if you're partially closing this trade, are you closing it evenly? Like if you open five iron condors, are you actually closing two iron condors? Can I just continue to ask you what the price filled was or the price closed? Or... Are you partially closing only the short sides because you know maybe you think this is the bottom and you know you decide to close all the short sides? Um, now, something that happens when you do that is suddenly, if you're only closing the short side, um, then you run into the issue of, uh, well, me running into the issue of asking you for the short side uh, when you upload the trade. So right now, when you upload an iron condor or short iron condor, um, you only put in one number for the price filled. It's like, what's the price that you got filled at for the four contracts that you just bought? Let's say, for let's just take the example of like one NVIDIA sh- short iron condor. You'd be inputting only one number. Um, obviously, or maybe not so obvious to you, but in my world, I chose that as a very, very hard decision for me to do um in just lieu of keeping the uh platform easy and fun right like i don't want you to um if you're a person that only opens iron condors right like imagine how many more seconds i'm saving um than having you put in four numbers uh per trade and if you say you open 10 throughout the week and you forget to upload them on the platform that is 40 inputs that you have to put in um, rather than 10. And so I can tell that, you know, some people um, are saying like, yeah, Junie, that doesn't sound so bad. If I wanted to partially close my iron condor because, you know, I'm a trader that 
um, left to stay neutral and I'm always adjusting my positions, I would be willing to put down my contract prices if it meant that I could uh, partially close them. And, you know, to that, I say, like, great. Like, why don't you give me some time to come up with a solution that makes sense um, so that, you know, it's not something rushed out that doesn't work or just doesn't feel good? Um, because I do want to do it. Um, that There's no question about it. It's just I want to be proud of, like, what I release. And if, you know, I create this mess where... I force everybody to put in contract prices and then, you know, the user base kind of dies off because people, you know, are, people are lazier than you think, really, like, including me, like, whenever, wherever, like, there's an extra input somewhere, like, users feel it, um, whether if they're vocal or not about it, probably not, because it's, like, just so mundane, but people feel it, and if you ask too much input from someone, like, all the time, it's not going to feel good posting a trade. Uh, so, you know, there's an alternative where, like, maybe um, when I, when you open a trade, I can ask if, you know, you want to be able to partially close this later um, and then have you go through, like, some other UI or UX path um, based on that answer. It's like, do, would you like to partially close this trade later? And then you, there's a checkbox, you check it, and then... Um, on that checkbox, there's you know something for you to uh, put down your individual contract prices, and then maybe that enables you to have another UI um, when you close it. But all of that is just super hard to balance. Um, but working on the core features of V2, and that's basically where my head is at. Um, I also understand there's a, like a lot, there's a good amount of people that just don't care about the website, and you know to that. You know, I just want to remind everybody that, you know, in the intro, I say, welcome to the Theta Game podcast, the official podcast of ThetaGame.com. Um, this podcast is just supplemental to the website and just like my Twitter, basically. This is not, um, you know, the podcast that you listen to if you want the newest scoop on stuff. Uh, this is just like an inside look and like how I'm feeling, how I how I do things, how I operate, how the website is ran, how the podcast is ran. Um, it's just a, it's just an inside look into, you know, how these things operate. Like not all podcasts are like made by huge companies like Gimlet, right? Like, um, there are tons of podcasts which are just, you know, manned or womaned <laughs> by one person. Um, and I'm just one of those people. Uh, just also doing a website and trading so that's that uh, v2 coming out shortly and uh, yeah stay tuned okay um Today's podcast episode is inspired by uh, one of my friends and I's, one of my friend and me's, one of my friend and my's, <laughs> I'm not good at grammar, uh, one of our conversations on Facebook Messenger, uh, we're just reflecting, shout out to Mike, by the way, 
thank you, Mike, for inspiring this episode. Um, we were just talking about trading and how awesome it is, uh, <laughs> but also like um, just how you can almost see yourself in a different light uh, than in most hobbies. Um, just because trading uh, is so self-focused, it's crazy. And I hope to illustrate some of those points for you today if you're listening. And if you you know don't want to listen to this mumbo jumbo magical type of stuff, by all means, just you know say Junie, you crazy, and just hop on to the next episode. But hopefully, some of these points make sense to you because it definitely made sense to me. Um, one of the first things that we were talking about was just you know trading as a whole like tests your discipline. Um, some people trade with a you know a feeling right like a gut feeling like they see some news articles and you know they um have a general interest in the company maybe and they become bullish and they have this feeling that you know the stock will gap up in uh you know a week so they buy like a three week long call right there's there's those type of traders but then there's also other traders that have a very like very very i mean very rigid system that my friend Mike has. Uh, I wouldn't say that Mike has like uh, the Theta Gang style main portfolio, but he, you know, takes a lot of my style and some of this th- other things that he's read and made his own. And he's very rigid with his style, which I respect very heavily. Um, and then I have my own style that I follow almost to a T, like all the time, right? And that's where you see on ThetaGang.com/Juni. Where, you know, I not only just talk the talk, but I walk the walk. I let you guys and girls see all the trades that I do, what's going through my head as I'm executing them, all for free. Like, you don't, you're not gated by Patreon besides the fact of my, like, my open ones. But all my closed ones, all my losses are there for you to learn and, you know, you know just say, like, oh, I'm better than Junie. And I'll get even better if I look at his losses and learn the why, how he lost, right? Like, I want you to get better. I want myself to get better. Um, and all of that started from me trading with a plan and logging it on the website, especially back at like V0 when no one else was able to upload their trades. Remember, ThetaGang.com was somewhere where only I can post and where I would show like, oh, this is me doing ThetaGang trades. Like, is there is it going to happen? Like, am I going to beat Spy? Am I going to learn a lot of things and all the, all this stuff? Um, so, yeah, there's. Two ways, or like you could be in the middle of the bunch, right? You can have a rigid system, but you still like buying the lottos, or like you ha- you could have uh, no system, but then you know you could give different systems like a two week trial type of thing, where like you try a new system, this doesn't work. You try a new system, this doesn't work, and you're in this like constant cycle trying to find a system. You could be in there too, and so much of your personality also kind of comes out in that. Like if you're the person that like buys lotto calls all the time or you know um just doesn't trade with a plan then i would almost guess that you're like a really chill person like you just do it by feeling or like you don't you you know you're not taking this so seriously where like you take money or finance seriously like if you're doing this just for fun like by all means like i just think you're probably a chill person um, if you do trade with a rigid plan like me, I can imagine you being like a little bit more uptight, a little bit more organized, 
um, you know, I'm trying to like not put myself on a pedestal here, but like if you trade with the plan and you actually execute it, like if I can actually tell you execute it like Mike, or if you can execute it like me, then, you know, I, I have a lot of respect for that because there's so much that goes into maintaining a regimen that like a lot of people don't give credit to. And like a lot of these people that do trade with the plan um, are the ones, you know, profiting, right? Like they have an entire system in place to make sure that, you know, if trades start going south, they adjust. If they if their trades do well, then, you know, maybe not even just at all because their system is working right. It's a very powerful position to be in, but it's a, also a very hard position to maintain, right? Imagine trading the same way for like an entire year. And, you know, if that doesn't break, right, if you're doing well for the entire year, now imagine a scenario where you don't buy the lotto calls, right, because, you know, your system is already doing well. So you can just put more money into that system instead of buying the lotto calls. And there's not to put shame on that either. Like if you're one of those chill people that don't trade with the plan, but you buy the occasional lotto calls or you, you know, you're in the trial one, whatever. If you're not in that demographic, like I'm not clowning on you right now. I'm just trying to say like, when you stick to a very set of rules and one of your rules is, hey, I'm not going to buy a lotto call for an entire year and you don't actually do that, that's amazing. That's actually really cool that you said that you were going to do something and you did it, right? This podcast would not exist if people actually did what they said. And that's one of the biggest revelations that I've ever like just had just like sitting down like laying down my bed coding on the website is like wow you know if people actually committed to what they said or like they you know did what they were going to say like this this website would not have a purpose like what's the point of that like if someone just on twitter said hey i'm gonna i'm gonna buy you know two nvidia calls because this is gonna you know nvidia is gonna moon the next week um and if they showed their screenshots or like if they didn't delete their tweets, then, you know, this there would be no need for ThetaGain.com. But people do do that. People either, you know, don't follow up on the trade or people uh, delete the tweet or people, um, you know, change their DD and they say, oh, market manipulators, market manipulators. And then it's just cool on ThetaGain.com, you know, if that were to happen on ThetaGain.com, it's just like, does this person have a pattern of blaming it on external factors? Which is a perfect segue into my next part, right? Like trading defines you in so many different ways. If you consistently blame someone else for not, for like your losses, right? Like that's that's on you, right? Like if you sign up for a service and you're following someone's trades verbatim and you know their trades aren't doing well, which means your trades aren't doing well because you're copying them verbatim and you get mad at that person, that's on you. You made the choice to do that. You are a grown adult with your own money that you get to choose where and how you place it. It doesn't even have to be in the market, right? Like trading is one of those only things in your life where no one tells you what to do and it's all on you. You're the one clicking the mouse, right? You're the one clicking the trackpad. You, It's all on you and it's one of the hardest things for people to grasp is like this isn't like a dota or a league or a counter-strike game where you could blame your teammates it is all on you now you can frame it in a way where like if you 
have the right community around you, that's a huge plus. If you, you know, follow the right people, like maybe you sign up for a service, but you don't follow someone verbatim, right? That's that's also a good thing. I'm not saying like following people and like getting inspiration for their trades is a bad idea. But if you get in a scenario where, you know, you're not doing so hot because someone else is not doing so hot and you get mad, there's like a very, there's a core problem there that you need to address before you get into a worse scenario, right? Um, not to say also that you don't have to be a leader in fintech or fintwit. Like you don't have to be the next guru. You don't have to be that person that always gives advice. You can just do well and then, you know, not talk about it. That's also a thing you can do. Obviously, I don't do that. I talk about my winners. I talk about my losers. Um, I show my terminal and stuff. But that's a decision that I make because, you know, I want to just prove to everybody um, like, hey, you know, you don't have to be um, this nerdy Greek person that knows every single mathematical formula or that studies charts days in and out. Uh, I'm like the perfect example of what I think like a retail trader should do is like not dedicate your entire life to the market, but try to maximize, you know, having fun but also just maintaining a strategy. But I digress. Um, there's just so many ways to look at your losses that if you find consistently find external factors that tr- contributed to your loss, it's not a good thing. So just to reflect, uh, I think the two points that we just talked about would be best summarized as discipline and you know having discipline is pretty cool and it could be a defining factor for you um, but also accountability right like can you learn from your mistakes can you accept your mistakes um, because let's face it like even if you knew that like AMD was gonna slam it uh, on the next earnings right they're gonna knock it out of the park they're gonna moon and you buy you know 1k worth of calls um, on your 5k portfolio and AMD for whatever reason on their earnings report uh, there's some bad number or maybe there's not even a bad number and the stock goes down you know whose fault is that that you just lost a thousand dollars is it the market manipulators fault is it uh, the profit takers fault or is it your fault for putting up one thousand dollars right and in that moment I think a lot of people would say you know, Junie, that's, that's right. Like you, (laughs) you might trigger me, you might get in my head, but you're right. But if you don't feel that way, and if you say like, well, it is the market manipulator's fault because um, the market in general today went down and AMD just had a hard time, you know, blasting off or just AMD had a hard time because the macros were down, you know, you can see on all the indices that, you know, when the Dow or SPY and QQQ are down, the, all the graphs really look similar. There is computational, like, trading going on, um, and there's definitely market manipulators, but you have to understand that at all times you are playing in the casino, and as much as, you know, people like referring Theta Gang as playing house, um, that's you know, very rarely the case, right? If you don't protect yourself at all times, 
using even theta gang style trades, you could get got very, very quickly. Um, and that's the same for earnings. Um, if you have it in your system where you decide, hey, you know, I'm not going to play earnings anymore. I'd rather have more info on the table and then play, then that's great. But if you're also the person that's more chill, laid back, doesn't care, just doing this for fun, and you play earnings, that's great too. But this is just more of an insight into like, like what type of person you can be and you know reflecting on that like if you play earnings for fun and then end up getting mad like it seems like it wasn't for fun like you just actually wanted to make money right and then that's where you maybe you reflect on like okay what if i start trading earnings with a plan not not so much like okay i'm gonna you know just buy same week expiration calls but instead i'm gonna buy like a month or two out uh and then uh if they miss i'll decide to sell a put here um to f uh, get a better cost basis and to help my uh, long calls with the premium that i'm taking in right there's so many layers you could put on top of any style of trading which is what i'm just trying to illustrate right now is like don't think you need to have like this seven step system to call it a system sometimes it's just as easy as you know for now on for earnings i'm gonna buy 45 days out and that's just step one of your of your system um but going back just finding out like who you are um just more of like you know what your personality is as a trader like i feel like this is turning into like some horoscope type of stuff <laughs> um it's you know not only how you take your losses but like how do you how do you act when you're winning like are you showing like your your account size are you gloating about your profit loss per day are you um you know i i don't know it, the type of person to like do that type of stuff Mm, not sure right like right now i'm thinking if you're a person into ceramics and you make one of the coolest vases of all time right like in your own eyes right you made it you're really proud of it you want to show it off i'm never gonna knock that person down like that's a nice face cool so why would i knock someone down for showing off their profit loss right like even if it's a daily one right where you know maybe they're down year to date but like i'm not gonna hate on that either because that's a moment where like you're really proud and i'm i'm proud for you too like i'm glad that you made money um but you know also like hum being humble like i'm not gonna just tell you to be humble like that's that, that's like some of the most generic advice like ever it's like oh just just be humble like when you no like if you want to show it off and you're proud of it like by all means go show it off show it off to the world show it off to your friends it doesn't matter like be proud of it don't say anything bad about it like i think i've talked about this on the last podcast already too it's like if you're proud of something don't like degrade what you're about to be sharing like if you alt uh, in Dota and you have the sickest alt of all time don't say like oh well you know I could have blinked in faster or I could have held the ult longer like you there needs to be less of that and there needs to just be more of like here here's my thing that I'm proud of and I hope you like it 
And the last part I want to bring up um, about like, you know, just finding out who you are as a trader, um, or like identifying yourself as a trader, or whatever you want to call it. Uh, it's just that like trading is so ego driven, right? Like I do not see any point in arguing with someone about a stock. I see zero point, right? And that's my main criticism of stock twits is like, why is there a bear versus bull thing? Like if anything, the bear should say their points and the bull should say their points. And you now as a bull or bear or someone in the middle have all the information you can possibly need. There's like no need to pick a side, right? Like why why do you have to be bearish right now for this like $3 move down? Like why do you need to be bullish on this like $1 gap up? Like when you argue with each other, it's just from a standpoint of like wanting to be correct over the other person, but like also like you have this thought in the back of their head like okay if i win this position that means he's go he's losing money in his account and like none of that matters like none of it matters like why are you fighting with each other when we're just all trying to make money like we're all on the same team and that's just how i basically view like every like everyone's trading style is like i don't care what you do if you make money then that's great I'm just, you know, just that one layer on top for the newer investors that like think penny stocks are like the best idea. And maybe like I tell them like, you know, it's, that's a little dangerous or like that earnings is the only way to make money. Then it's like, ah, no, you know, options can be used this way, too. Right. I'm just letting you know that things are dangerous and how I personally trade. And, you know, I think I do a good job of being transparent of like, you know, my stuff actually working. So. You know, I want to set a good example for how other people should talk about their trades too. Um, just the ego thing. It's crazy. Like, I mean, I have a pretty polarizing ego. Like some days I feel like I'm on top and some days I feel like the muckiest of the bottom. Um, some people might call that a medical condition, but <laughs> like without going too deep into that, um, you know, I try to be as neutral as possible at all times. And a lot of people will just, you know, constantly think that like I'm against them when really, dude, I'm just trying to look out for you. And if you don't want my help, like you don't have to listen to me, right? Like listening to this podcast is a choice and reading my tweets is a choice. I'm never trending. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> so like you're definitely you know, consuming my content and having a good time. And if you're not having a good time, this is just a reminder, like, you can stop. It's cool. Um, but yeah, just the ego thing. Um, the bear and bull thing is just so, is so wild to me. It's like, as long as you fight with someone else, the hedge funds are happy because they're making money off of both of you. And while you're busy trying to beat the other person, uh, the hedge funds are beating the both of you, right? They're beating me. <laughs> they're beating me. I'm not trying to like leave myself out of this, but at least I'm not fighting, 
right? Like I'm I'm not trying to say like oh this. Uh, like oh I'm I'm optimistically bullish so if you're bearish you suck like I've never said that well till now and then if you want to you know crop that out then by all means we can have that be a a Twitch donation uh, audio line <laughs> that'd be pretty funny um, but yeah this are you confrontational as a person right like if someone um, is just like you know, making fun of you all the time or, and like, how, how do you take it? Like, do you let them, do you let them roast you? Do you clap back? Or, um, how do you handle just like trolls in general? Like, are you pretty lenient? Are you, um, do you, do you get tilted? Do you take it too far? Or like all of these things that come through trading, like I can be in any other hobby and I could probably be picking things of why like that hobby can be better right like if i started golf and taking golf like super seriously and i said hey you actually probably only need these like four clubs if you're just a beginner then you know people are gonna be like oh my god no you're not gonna understand you're not gonna learn this correctly you're not gonna correct this you're not gonna learn this way you're not gonna it's like there's gonna be people that have different opinions wherever you go and so when you're trading and someone has a different opinion I'm going to just act like how you treat that other person with that opposing opinion is basically how you treat anybody else in any of your other hobbies with an opposing opinion. And that's like one of the cool things I like about trading too is like if I see someone being a butt, I'm not going to I'm not going to interact with you cuz I don't interact with butts like in my day-to-day like life, right? Like if you're if I notice you being a butt, I'm not going to speak to you. If you yell at me, I'm not going to even talk to you back. So it's, it's, it's all, it's all there when you're trading, when you're in that terminal and you got that discipline going on, you got that accountability going on. It's just you. There's no one else pushing or clicking that mouse for you or pushing that trackpad. Uh, there's no one telling you to like, you, like you have to buy the stock or you're going to die, right? Like you're obviously like learning from people, you're learning from things, news articles and sources and stuff. And it's you. Trading is just an extension of you and like just please take a moment just to reflect on some of these, you know, topics that I brought up. Like, do you take accountability? Do you have a system with discipline? Or if you don't have a, a system, then are you having fun? Um and like, you know, how do you handle people with opposing views? Right? Like I'm sure that like I have a lot of listeners that don't trade my style, that you know, I can say a lot of things that uh, I think are good, but you know, you're sitting there without a way to really communicate back. I mean, you can definitely tweet at me on Twitter, um, and say like, Hey, Junie, you brought this up, but you know, I think this is also good too. Or like, you know, Junie, I don't think that thing that you said was good, but here's an alternative. Like, that's great. I love those conversations. Right. Um, but my point is like, if you are listening to me right now and you know, I say some things that I think are good, but then that make you like rage, I think you need to like, like do some introspection there of like why me talking to a mic, not even knowing that you exist, is making you rage. But you know, I assume that's like a sub percentage of people. But um, I'd say some polarizing things for sure. Uh, but it comes from a good place. Like again, and one last time, if everyone traded like they said they would trade, 
this podcast would not exist, the website would not exist, and you know, just this whole entire platform would not exist. But something in trading is that like when people start losing, people start to deviate from the plan, people like to displace the responsibility, and a lot of trading is the accountability. Right? There's no good use in being disciplined when you don't have the accountability to like learn from uh, your losses and have something uh, new to add to your system that you could be uh, that you have discipline with, right? Your system would never approve unless you have accountability. Otherwise, you're just gonna place the blame on external factors like market manipulators and profit takers. Ooh, so yeah, I mean that that about sums it up. Um, obviously, the conversation I had with Mike was not this long but these are definitely like all the thoughts that go into my head um yeah i mean some i think somewhere in there i had like mentioned just like how do you handle your losses and stuff but some of that too is also like how honest are you like do you actually post all your trades or if you don't post all your trades then when you do show off your spreadsheet like are all your trades on that spreadsheet right like just so many things that no one else will know except you and I hope that you know whatever path you choose or whatever path you have already chosen that you're on, that you feel good at the end of the day, and um, you trade with like confidence, but also you feel good when you trade. Like this is also another PSA where, if you feel like you know trading is not working out for you, or if you've gotten got recently and you're just like scrambling to find the next play, I like urge you just like slow down and understand like you don't need to trade this week you can definitely like take some money out have a like me week like go go get takeout from a nice restaurant or you know um go do some activity that you've wanted to do for a while or if you can't do that then you know i don't know be be superficial for a day get yourself that bag that you like or get yourself um those sneakers that you want right just do something take your mind off of it reset and then get back into it about wraps it up uh i want to go ahead and just let you know you can follow me on twitch at real theta gang you can follow me on twitter at real theta gang and you can email me at juni at theta gang.com theta gang is proudly partnered with tastyworks and signing up with the theta gang referral code is a huge help that's theta gang one word all caps um I want to give a quick shout out to Majadir, Just Win, Mike D, Slow Motion, JZN, Miko, Steve Vance, Can't Make Money, IRL, PFM, DJ Mac 86, Pacro, Boop 2865, Mitch Brady 7, Avrilian, Craig Thomas, GJ Wilson, McFly, Statistically Random, Tom Thomas, Mr. Theta, Drevy, Rob PDX40, Island Bell, Wheaton, Soups Mojo, Na, Oda, Cheese, Maltman1856, Chivonis, NM, M. Hayden, Little, Mr. Sneezy, Meno Dum Dum, Grandpa 95, Gorlami, Salami, Leo Jetson, Johnny 5, John, Fancy Wolf, Bisu, Engine, 
Nate the River, just send it. Murph Key, Will Kynor, Fist Fury, Bat Trader, Chicken Dinner, Howard T. Duck, Ober, Slava, Lipvin, Maker, Ivan, Yurikinov, Red, Green, Blue, Roadster 99, Dissentia, Saltwater Cure, Taco Tuesday, uh, Options Test, uh, Lord Skeletor, Radovan, 1986, Lazy Reservist, Digester, Christopher Cream Boy, Hermes, Kaput, Rustier, Shifty, AG, and Insys 88. Ooh, holy moly, that list is freaking long. <laughs> um yeah wow that was that was a pretty good episode i think i think there was a lot to definitely reflect on but also a lot where you can say junie you're getting a little crazy though um it's always nice i mean like just i imagine like you ever have those conversations with a friend and they're just like you guys start talking about um just how far you know your friendship might have gotten right like oh dude we've been friends for hella long um remember that time when we did this or um yeah dude high school was so sick when we didn't have to realize or do anything but then you get to the scenario where like someone say says like but look at you now right like you you made it congrats like you've had to have had one of those moments or like those conversations with a friend right like and if if you haven't if you haven't then you just haven't yet i promise there is someone out there that does care and that will say those things um but today's episode was just supposed to be sort of more like that where like if you're listening and you you know you don't have that person to be like, you know, I'm I'm proud of you and what you've done. Or like, you know, this is something that uh, I'm, I am I would like to help you and this is something that I'd like to do for you, right? I hope that my podcast episode today can be taken like more of that, more than like criticism or like, um, you know, just, uh, just another episode. I-, I want you to feel like, um that like you have someone that's out there that's like that's speaking to you like if you're listening to this i you know in the grand scheme of things i don't have a lot of podcast listeners right i'm not going to tell you how many in this episode maybe i'll just like say it again in some other episode but i want you to know like i'm definitely doing this just because i can like there's nothing really in it for me especially in the podcast because it's just time out of my day that I dedicate to. It doesn't bring in money. This isn't where like people sign up from Patreon from. People usually sign up on Patreon from either my Twitter or my uh, Twitter alert account or from the website, right? Like this podcast doesn't need to exist. But you know, when I'm talking to you, just take a moment and say like, if I'm telling you like, hey, I think that trading. Um, you can see a lot of yourself in trading. I think a lot of people have trouble having introspective moments where like you just might be in the habit of always blaming it on your teammates or blaming it on your coworkers or blaming it on your boss. And this is just one of those rare moments. I mean, like not to say like, this is, (laughs) this is not one of those like life defining moments. I promise. But this is just one of those rare moments where someone's just genuinely trying to give you some like very soft 
advice. Like, I'm not trying to change you right now, and I'll, I will never try to change you. But like, take this episode with a grain of salt, but also as just like a moment or a signal for you to be like, okay, let's let's look at the strategy of what I'm doing or what I'm trying to achieve, and like, hmm, do I actually blame it on other people, or if I'm good at taking accountability, am I, you know, just trying to find someone to oppose? Like, am I trying to be the correct bull or am I trying to be the correct bear um yeah it's just there's there's not a lot of moments in life where you can get that experience where I was talking about where like you are talking with a friend and you know real friends clown on each other like all day right and this is this this, (laughs) I get clowned on a lot so I hope I hope that's what real friends do um but uh yeah i mean you being with friends you clown on each other all the time but then there's rare moments where your friends are just like wow like you you just bought a house dude i'm proud of you 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 had a rough upbringing and you did this and you got a job like i'm proud of you like you have those really rare moments and those are the ones that feel the best or like you have a really deep conversation where you know they don't say like they're proud of you but you just have a deep conversation about like what you've been through and like how you overcame it or like how you're trying to overcome it right you can be in the process of it and it just feels so much better right but getting to that point is very rare because it's scary going there like you don't like talking or thinking about your feelings and so this episode i hope is just especially if you're listening this far because you know a lot of people don't this is why this is the one percent gang territory if you listen to this episode and any of those you know questions struck you in a certain way take some time just to really understand like what kind of trader are you and it's like if you want to stay being that trader like maybe you are just a really well-rounded trader already great don't gotta do anything but if any of these questions like struck you in a with a chord or something, then by all means, uh, again take it with a grain of salt and just use it as a as like a platform or an idea that's free flowing that you can take in however much you want. <laughs> I could have said that like way better, <laughs> but this is the one percent territory, so I don't edit anything. <laughs> Uh, that feels good. That feels good. Um, my mom is not doing so hot. Uh, she's like doing like kind of bad actually, and so I'm gonna be up in NorCal for a bit longer uh, than anticipated. Um, mental health is super important. Uh, I feel like my mental health is good i'm thankful for my friends thankful for uh my family my girlfriend um but you know like i've i've always had this problem where i work too much and i i definitely still have that problem but something that's been helping is like not letting my w2 job um like control my life where like my my job job i work as a software engineer too. I don't only do Theta Gang, right? Like I'm a normal human being. <laughs> uh, I have a job and uh, in my past, um, my job has definitely reflect um, reflected 
has been reflected on like my relationships, like my family and my partners and my friends. Uh, I spent a lot of my 20s, and I'm still in my 20s, I'm 28, um, working really hard and I don't want to. I don't want this to be like some like work hard and you will achieve your dreams. I, I, that's not. This is not definitely the vibe I'm trying to go down. I'm trying to say. In my past, I've worked really hard, almost to a fault, but I've gone to a point in my career where I feel comfortable with my pay and my compensation and stuff because that's always been a huge thing for me for my W two job. Is like I like my time being valued. So like if I'm expensive, you're not gonna hold me in a meeting forever. Like I like having that luxury, having that feeling. Um, but now, as you know, COVID picked up. You're working from we're we're working from home, right? Um, it's harder to close the laptop or like leave the leave work because you're just working from home. So you can work all day and work all night. And it's I've done better at like. Just you know, around like five o'clock, I close my laptop. I just like go go with my mom, or like I sit with my mom or something. Or you know, in the morning, um, I make sure the meetings don't lag, so I can finish the meeting and go eat breakfast like next to my mom because my mom won't like eat, but she'll like watch or cook for me or something. Which is which is really cool, um, or I mean not cool, but just the fact that my mom will like so my my mom is like super sick and she's like sad but one of the things that she will do like no matter what is like she'll cook for me and i it's just one of the oh it's just so it's it is so it's so loving just talking about it and it's like oh my god like i tear up just like thinking about it um <laughs> and this is why i'm like so in the middle on things like i got enough things to worry about where like if i'm killing it in the stock market like i'm killing it in the stock market and if my system's not broken i'm not gonna, i'm not gonna fix it whatever like i'm <laughs> i and if i do really bad like i have a system to make sure that even if i'm doing really bad i have to take care of like my mom and stuff like i'm okay like i don't need to look at the screen at all times like these are the things that i won't say on twitter too like i'm not gonna try to get like brownie points from twitter saying like oh you know my mom is like sick so like leave me alone like if you got flack, like bring it. Uh, I'm all day. I will clap back, no problem. But it's just, oh my goodness. Make sure that like trading or work does not consume your life, right? Like there are way more important things in life than money. Money is just one of the things in life that I particularly enjoy because I don't know the stock market makes it fun but like if there's no such thing as the stock market I would definitely be doing something else right like (laughs) I guess by definition I'd be doing something else but it's it's just about like having fun like if there were if you're like rich already like there's no 
and rich is relative too. Like if you're rich already, there's little reason to be more rich unless if you're seeking purpose from some something else, right? Like maybe you want fulfillment for owning like the biggest company or something. Maybe you just like like that idea, and so that's why you continue to strive more and more. Right now, I'm looking at the Theta Game platform as like a place to prove that like an average retail trader like me can make it you can make it too and uh like you don't need like i don't i personally don't look at my like trading console like all day like i used to i definitely used to back when i traded like earnings and you know i was really into the market i'd like day trade and stuff like that's that's when i would look at the market all the time and that's when it got a little bit too much and so you know finding these styles this style of trading allowed me to find more time away from my screen enjoying the other parts of my life that i really like doing like skateboarding or soldering or soldering electronics um or you know playing video games with the friends or just like any of these other things also like not working right like i think i just said that right i'm not gonna put away theta gain to work for my w2 like that just doesn't make sense to me at my point in life anymore or like I enjoy Theta Gain just so much more. So <sighs> I'm finding a lot about myself, um, like just in, th- in this year. Like I think a year ago I would not have visited my parents, but now I'm figuring out that like you know family is like not forever. Where I think like when I was younger I always had this vision that my parents um, would just be healthy. Like, they'll be old. Like, I, that that took even a little while, too, just seeing your parents get older every time you visit them. But, like, um, just realizing that your parents aren't the superheroes that, you know, you thought they were because they can get sick, too, right? Um, I mean, my mom is definitely a superhero, but she she can and she is sick, so... It's just so many things that I'm like learning that, you know, I like I'm not going to start a podcast about life improvement. Like, that's not me. That that is whack. (laughs) In my opinion, that is whack. Um, I'd rather just kind of keep this as the Junie talks into a mic. Uh podcast and it's just it keeps it fun i'm having fun right now it might it might it might sound like i'm kind of down nope but this is fun i like letting you guys and girls know like where i am and how i'm thinking i feel like it's healthy for me too um yeah that's it so uh i hope everyone has an awesome week uh i think futures are up huge and um yeah, one last time. If if the market is a is a, at a all time high and your account is not at an all time high, there might be room for revision somewhere in your system. And if you don't have a system, just make sure you're having fun. I will see everybody next week. Bye.